Hope everybody is doing excellent today. Today is, uh, I started this kind of hashtag Saturday rant thing last Saturday. Um, had a bunch of people fucking love it, said do it again, so fuck it, I'm doing it again. Today's not actually Saturday, but um, I'm gonna air this on Saturday, so as far as you're concerned, it's fucking a Saturday rant. So here's what I wanna go on. It's just that time of the year, Black Friday fucking specials, um, getting equipment at really affordable rates, getting good deals. I just went and bought a bunch of fucking 50 pound and 40 pound slam balls off again faster yesterday for a ridiculous steal of a price. Um, but here's the thing, I wanna talk to you guys about this. Should you spend money on Black Friday for equipment? Well, the answer, the shitty answer is it depends and yes and no, okay? So hear me out. Those of you guys who are currently not profitable or you're marginally profitable, meaning you are like 10% profit margin, 12% profit margin, do not spend a fucking dime on equipment. Equipment is not what you need, okay? Equipment is not what you need. I don't know what you need off the top of my head, but it is sure as fuck not equipment. That is not gonna fix your problems. And your business is bleeding money. Do not spend money on any equipment during Black Friday. It's gonna be very tempting to do so. Oh man, well I could run this kind of workout if I had three more of these, or if I had you know rowers or skiers. I could. Don't fucking do it. That is the move of a naive gym owner who is soon going to buy, them, buy enough equipment that they're constantly spending. It doesn't actually have any real R ROI on it is zero. Like you're not going to tell me any piece of equipment you have has any ROI on it from a new client acquisition standpoint. Okay. That money would be better spent in plenty of other places. Okay. I'm not going to put any plugless shame, you know, shameless plugs in for business coaching or marketing or anything like that. I don't know where the fuck the money needs to go. It sure as fuck doesn't need to go towards more kettlebells and barbells. Okay. For those of you guys that have profit margins that are in, let's call it 25, 30% or more, you're doing well. Absolutely. Here's what I recommend you do. And this is like, this is the annual time of the year I like to spend money on equipment just because, again, I get a really good deal. Or I use a Craigslist app and I literally, I have X amount of zip codes with notifications on there that if gyms go out of business and certain things are posted with keyword tags, I go and I, you know, I buy up old gyms' equipment. So, um, that those are the two ways. But again, if you're doing the Black Friday thing, this, this podcast is for you. Here's what I recommend look at hacking your space. When a gym looks at buying equipment, the first thing I ask them is, okay, what is your operational capacity? And they look at me fucking completely, you know, retarded and like, I, what do you mean by that? I'm like, how many people can you service per hour? And they're like, well, I got a 6,000 square foot gym. I'm like, no, fuck face. That's the size of your building. You have an office, you have a front desk, you've got a couple bathrooms. And then after that, there's about 4,200 square feet, which of that, about 450 to 600 square feet of it is taken up from where the barbells go, where the assault bikes are, where your stupid fucking jerk blocks are, whatever it may be, your GHD, like whatever it is, takes up a certain amount of square footage. So have you ever actually gone out and measured what is the actual usable, sellable, serviceable square footage that I have, okay? When you look at that, you start figuring how many people can I fit on that floor? One person for a workout needs around between 50 to 100 square feet, all right? So if there's no barbells in the workout, let's say they're doing burpees, dumbbell thrusters, and slam balls, okay? They need around 50 square feet, all right? That's two stall mats for those of you guys that have the four by six stall mats, okay? It's about two of them. 
Once you bring the barbell into the equation, they need at least double that, around 100 square feet. You bring a rower into the equation, again, you guys kind of get the idea. Um, for those of you guys that are constantly growing, and a lot of you are that are listening to this, you don't need a bigger building. I promise you, you do not need a bigger building. You do not need increased overhead. What you need are smarter classes, more operationally sound classes, okay? I have a very large building, and I still run classes as if I have a 3,000, 4,000 square foot building. It allows me to make the most amount of money per client, per class. My granular P&L, how much I pay that coach and how much that class makes is always on the up and up because I pack it in there. Not uncomfortably, not unsafe, but I design workouts that maybe to some of you fucking you know, elitist in the CrossFit community are not traditionally CrossFit. And that's perfectly fine, you can suck a dick. But for the rest of you guys that realize that, hey, I'm just trying to deliver fitness, I'm, I'm not trying to run you know, uh, 17.2 or regional workout number four in my class with seven different movements that require an obscene amount of equipment. For those of you guys, what I highly recommend is this. You need five of everything. That's it, five of everything, all right? If it's your peak of your equipment inventory, you had five rowers, five men's bars, five women's bars, five uh, aluminum training bars, which honestly are a better deal than the women's bars, um, five slam balls, five kettlebells. Five. You need five of everything and you can run incredibly efficient fucking classes at an incredibly positive P&L per class. All right, you can run, you can have an equipment outlay of $10,000 and be set for probably up to 200 members. And if you're like, no, there's no way that's not, and, and again, it, you're right, I might be 100% wrong based on the kind of workouts you run, but then again, I would come in and audit what you're doing in your programming and say, yeah, that's cool, but to do that, you need to have 23 squat racks, and you need 10 rowers, and you need then 10 assault bikes, and again, bottom line is, I'm going to be more profitable than you. So those of you guys who are looking to buy equipment today, don't think like you need to buy one of everything for everybody. Think about it again, I do. I like interval-based stuff. It allows the best operational capacity. Um, you look at gyms like the ones doing individual design and the OPEX stuff, their equipment outlay is really low because obviously they're not running large group class models. But even in the group class model, the gym that looks at, hey, I got a 15-person class, I only need five of everything. And I can run intervals and stations. That is a very cost-effective way to grow your business. If you're flush with cash, you know, going back to my previous thing, you're at 38% profit margin and you're living fucking fluffy and, you know, you're living good, then dude, fuck it A. Like, I'm not hating on you if you go and buy 20 fucking rowers. My boy Steve Bowser down in Florida, that dude probably has more fucking assault bikes than any of you fuckers have members. It's crazy how many assault bikes he has. But party on, the dude's doing well and he bought a fucking ton of assault bikes. So this is what I'm saying. Those of you guys that during Black Friday, don't get caught up on buying shit just because it's a deal. Buy shit that enables you to increase operational capacity. How many people can you fit into your space? Because eventually you're gonna message me like, oh, I'm, you know, or go on the across affiliate pages. I can't fit any more people in my 5 p.m. class. Okay, cool, show me the last month's worth of programming. All right, you're right, based on that, you can't. Well, unless I increase my space. Okay, man, are you really looking to increase your expenses by 40% just so you can go ahead and run a chipper with every single person in there? If by all means, sure, go for it. I don't recommend it. So Black Friday, buy equipment. Buy it in fives. Five is all you ever need, all right? You're gonna buy slam balls. 
buy five fifties and then buy five thirties, buy like a men's and a women's or a heavy and a light. If you're going to do barbells, if you're going to do plates, if you're going to do fucking whatever, but if you buy one of something, it's not really functional. And again, my, one of my original posts with this reverse hyper thing, like, Hey, don't spend money in a reverse hyper, spend it on a cleaning company. Cause I truly believe that's the priority. But again, you want a reverse hyper. Great. You use it in physical therapy and PT. Great. Just realize how much space it takes up how many people you could fit in that space, what your average ACV per client per class is, and then realize if you want to eat that money. It's all fucking math, people. Math's not that fucking hard, but it doesn't fucking lie either. And while your 30 you know, workout chip or 30 movement chipper might be really sexy and fun, I promise you it is decreasing your operational capacity and the amount of money you're making per class. Just my thoughts. Hashtag Saturday rant. It's not even fucking Saturday. Um, take care, guys. Have a great weekend. Peace.